You're tuned in to the Big Shiny Podcast. You can find new episodes every week on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you like what you hear, make sure to rate us on iTunes and tell your friends. Hey guys, this is Tom. What's up guys, this is Kylie. This is Nick. Hey, this is Lucas. And this is Tyson. You're listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. Spider-Man outfit. Dude, I found... Oh my god, if you do it, I don't then I'll know get my Spider-Gwen one and we can do a whole thing. I found a wig that is horizontal cornrows with a widow's peak, so I'm going to be a maskless green goblin. Who the fuck makes that? Like, something <laughs> like that. It's perfect. John does. Right? Oh my god. I'm really excited to see <laughs> yeah, this. I'm stoked. We're going to have a Ghostbuster day, Spider-Man day. It's going to be crazy. All right. All right. So I got some questions for John for his comics. comics. Yeah, I'm going to get real riled up. Real riled up. All right, John. So, so I already bought some... Uh, no, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I was just going ruin, to ruin John's day again. Becca. I, don't don't I even quiet. ask me a question. I'm just going to start. So <laughs> Everyone just sits back. They're like, all right. When I was little, I had this group of friends. Known since preschool. Best friends. The first 10, 12 years of our lives, like, we were all into the same thing. We're all on the same page. And then there was this one dude who just decided, like, he wants a ton of money and a big house. And, like, that's what he focused on. And as we got older, he cared less and less about what we thought. And that is how I feel about Marvel. Marvel (laughs) is that dude. Like, he... They just don't care anymore. They just want that big. They house. are now a movie studio that also puts out comic books to advertise and it their movies. Sets the shit out of me. So, I want to ask for some examples. So, I we've talked about like how X Men are nowhere in comics. Fantastic Four doesn't have a comic, and I didn't know like this Hulk stuff, which ties into this new Civil War issue. Oh yeah, because they. Uh, spoiler alert. Bruce Banner's dead. He just killed it. Yeah, and it's because, in my opinion, Universal right. still owns the distribution rights for The Incredible Hulk. That's why there hasn't been a Incredible Hulk movie since Edward Norton, because Disney doesn't want to pay the money. Originally, Marvel didn't really care about the distribution because they couldn't afford to do it, but now that Disney owns it, they want it, and they've been fighting with Universal about it. And mm. I think that's why they killed the Hulk. They're killing the X-Men off. They just announced their fall lineup. The only X title for all of Marvel is called Death of X. They're replacing X-Men with Inhumans. Mm-hmm. And it's because Fox owns the rights. I thought X-Men. I saw something that who killed off all the X-Men? Didn't somebody's powers shit it's the bed? And... The Terrigen bomb oh, okay. that Black Bolt set off in Infinity. But, but Inhuman um, Fuck Marvel. Like, so, why do you not care about this? But you, you've you been ranting about this, and you were saying you haven't even been reading all of these comics you've been buying of theirs. It just, you've been when so I saw this fall lineup, it, like, destroyed me. Like, I think I'm done with Marvel, and I've really been liking Rebirth, mm-hmm. and I think I might just switch to DC, which yeah. has never been my style. I read, like, Batman and Green Lantern, and that's it. And 
it's depressing, man. Like I just like the Fantastic Four. I get because it's a hard book to write. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people care, in all honesty. So like when they killed that off, that was fine. But that was also but, like Fox. three years ago when all this shit started happening. I was like, this is the end goal. They are gonna kill off the X Men, and here we are, three years later. Well, I mean, you you see you've seen it in the toy industry first, and now it's happening in comics. Because the toy industry, you don't see a Fantastic Four or X-Men figures because it would support their franchise. And that's how Marvel, um, like, cold blocks people out. They're trying to strong arm. So that's like with Spider-Man, how they got the deal. Marvel with Sony was because the rights to the toys reverted back to Marvel just before Amazing Spider-Man. And usually with the movie, if a movie bombs, at least the toys sell and they make money off that. But Sony didn't make any money off the toys. And they lost their asses in the movies. And now, like, Fox doesn't get any toy money for X-Men, and the, there are no toys out there to help support kids getting interested in it. So, yeah, Marvel's strong-arming. Yeah, and just in general, like, I feel like they're revamping their universe to prepare for all these actors' contracts running out. Like, they're replacing Iron Man, who's now, like, a young woman. Ree Ree Williams. Yeah. 15-year-old MIT student. Tony Stark doesn't have a book on their fall lineup at all spider-man's out peter parker does not have a book mm. it's gonna be all miles morales which is weird because they do have weird. a movie coming out yeah but... they've got in fact they're just reintroducing yeah so... when is the movie coming out 2017 yeah but miles morales January. is getting an animated movie isn't he no it's not miles they they've they've said that that animated spider-man movie is peter parker Oh, and it's oh. a different universe. It has nothing to do with the live action movies. I, w- I could see them doing something where Peter Parker comes back right around that time, but Marvel is pretty good about lining up with their movies. Well, it's called Renew Your Vows, and I believe it is him getting married again with you, Mary Jane, as if that never and happened disappearing. Mm. And then Miles Morales takes the torch. Yeah, I mean, I like the Miles Morales comics. Yeah, yeah, but like, I love Peter Parker. Yeah, I. When you told me that they were restarting Marvel again, it was like, God damn, this soon already? Because it wasn't that long ago that yeah. this happened. It was maybe a year. They're calling it Marvel Now 2.0. But everything's starting in number ones. They're dropping a lot of titles. It'll be a good chance for me to drop a lot of books. Yeah. Which is I haven't been reading. Out more and more lately. Like, I remember you know, back when I was reading a lot more, like 10 years ago, you know, they would do it every couple of years, like, not even four that. Five years, like yeah. I mean, Infinite like longer, Crisis was yeah. like DCs, and then nothing for a long time. Yeah, it seemed like a longer span, and now it seems like every eighteen months they're hitting that reset button. But I think too now they're also trying to appeal to different uh, potential comic book readers, like um, with and especially like increasing the diversity of all. Like um, Bruce Banner's now Amadeus Cho, mm-hmm. and New Iron Man is a fifteen-year-old black girl, and Ms. Marvel and all that, like and silk, all that kind of, and Silk. Oh my God, Silk's incredible! If you're not reading Silk, you should. Um, but I think that they're also trying to appeal to different r- potential readers, and so it is a little weird, especially for like your current readership, to just kind of drop everything that everyone is already familiar with, um, but to tr- like and totally try to go a new route. Well, how many stories can you tell with the same? Exactly. How many Peter Parker stories can you tell? Mm-hmm. Right, and I and I understand that, but I mean, like some of this reboot stuff. It's, it's happening a lot. Right. You don't have to reboot it; you just be like, "Oh, now this character is this character." Yeah, but and do it you... just makes it more confusing, though. Like New Fifty Two, in my opinion, was a fucking train wreck because you had no idea the continuity of any of like the Justice League characters. Like you had Batman and Green Lantern meeting for the first time. 
but Flash's story for like was still continuing on from pre New Fifty Two. But not continuing. But Same not with Batman. Really. All of a yeah. sudden, he's just and then you had fifteen Superman, years younger. You had Superman. There's like three different Supermans. You had the New Fifty Two Superman, the pre New Fifty Two Superman, and it, like it's that's fine. That's all well and good. If they want to say, oh well, we're doing this to introduce to new readers but if you're bringing on new readers and you're still hitting that reset button and making things confusing every 18 months what about those new readers that you brought on but now do you, you just think, confused them and turned it off turned them off but do you think it's kind of like um one maybe reflects like where we are like for example if i see an article that's 17 paragraphs long i'm not gonna fucking read it but if it's a listicle and it's easier for my add brain to comprehend like i'm more likely to get involved with it but also maybe they're just abusing the word reboot and treating it more like a tv season like um every 18 months begins a new season and that's instead of just calling it new arcs they're quote rebooting it yeah yeah, I mean, could be. Again, I just go back to the New 52 example, and I was really enjoying like a lot of the DC books at that point. And then they hit the New 52 stuff, and it was like everybody, like online you saw all over the place. Like nobody knew, like everyone was trying to figure out the continuity of like the main characters of the DC universe after they introduced that. Like nobody knew where they stood. I will say they're doing a great job rectifying that. I've heard Rebirth is... It's really awesome like, because they're pleasing those people who are like what the fuck is new 52 mm-hmm. while also tying in all the new 50 anyone they gained with new 52 is now getting the pre new 52 backstories they're kind of all meshing together yeah i had to to rebecca's point that's like amazing spider-man has been renumbered however many times and what they end up doing is they just call it like volume one which is issues one through 500 or whatever and then mm-hmm. volume two if they were just more uh, transparent about that and said all right yeah. like this is iron man volume five now and we're starting with this character mm-hmm. i think that would appease the current readers more mm-hmm. to just make a little more sense of it and not necessarily sticking to the idea that everything has to be canonical and um stick within the same um oh god what's the word timeline universe T- universe yeah like like it is His, like if uh, like more serialized more serialized and making it okay and making it more understandable to the readers that yeah we had that adventure in that story but now iron man's going on a totally different story and it's not necessarily and everything doesn't need to be some giant new fucking rebrand like it doesn't need to be marvel now marvel now 2.0 dc new 52 like that's the thing is like they try to do like these giant fucking rebrands every 18 months and i think that adds more confusion to it than anything else because that's my issue i don't care that you're doing it it's when you put this huge title on it and every year it's just like the numbering and the naming like just stick with it i can handle iron man switching from tony stark to riri right in the iron man title well, it, it used to be they just leave it, it be was, yeah like it was big as far events, as the titles right and the big events were just the big events like civil war you had civil war happen civil war happened and ended and then the aftermath was what it was and they took off in new storylines right now it seems like every event is also leading into a rebranding instead of just the event happening and then they move on to the next volume of stories and continue on from there so well even with civil war you had that that's when spider-man restarted that's true with the whole brand new day yeah it's because they are trying to make money yeah fuckers so what is so great about dc rebirth I've heard lots of good things. Yeah, what's cool going on now? Um, Because you talked a little bit about it last time. Yeah, I mean, 
Batman Detective Comics, greatest book going on. It's just awesome. I don't how know. did that how cliffhanger turn out? What's that? How did that cliffhanger you told us about turn out? The, that was like the superheroes, the Gotham's. Oh, that's Batman itself. Still haven't revealed it. Oh, I'm sorry. This I'm is sorry. Detective, but it's just awesome. It's pretty much just a Batwoman book that Batman is occasionally in. I, I love K. Kane. I'm Jewish. She's Jewish. Have you, have you talked about like, the big... I mean, they like crammed every minority they could into Batwoman. She is a gothic Jewish lesbian. It's like the greatest thing. Um, have you talked about at all the uh, um, Joker reveal? Where Batman sits on the chair... You know what I'm talking about, though? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, you haven't talked about that? I didn't read any it, of Apocalypse War. Or something, yeah. or something like that, where there's this big revelation out there right now that they're, they're starting to unfold that the Joker, as we know it, hasn't always been the same person. Well, and isn't it like three people? Three people. Yeah. And, and when it gets revealed to Batman, they show like a Joker that kind of looks like the 1960s uh, TV show Joker, and then one that was kind of like the 1990s uh almost batman the animated series type joker and then they showed like the newer joker in the comic books now and batman's like fuck why didn't i see this like this explains like his change in personality and like his escalation over all these years so i don't know that's kind of cool like i'll be interested to see where that goes sounds cool don't mind us we're all just busy playing with legos (laughs) distracted by the ghostbuster legos yeah um but so Outside of the Marvel bullshit, I really like the issue, Civil War 2, number 3. Yeah, it was good. I mean, really enjoyed it. It was just at the end. the storytelling. Really, this is... The way that they, like, it was a court case and you didn't really know what was going on. Yeah. And both Tony and Carol were on stand. I I dug it. It, Each issue's almost felt like a standalone issue. Have you noticed that? Yeah, and it's been great. Like, they haven't had a solid, like, main event storyline in a couple years now mm-hmm. like secret wars piddled out really badly mm-hmm. uh infinity before that was not great even like world war hulk i didn't really dig what it was okay but it, it wasn't like uh like this is much more of this in, is involving everybody you know yeah no this is like a secret invasion mm-hmm. civil war it's yeah worthy of that motherfuckers are dying like somebody every issue because you had a She-Hulk. She-Hulk's not around, right? She-Hulk dead. She-Hulk's dead. Rhodey's dead. Now Bruce Banner's Bruce dead. Bruce Banner's dead. Everybody's dead. Yeah. I do, I do see what you're saying, though, like in the comic books. And I've, I think we've noticed this for like the last couple of years, that they're prepping for justification in the movie franchises to recast these roles, right? Like, um, you know, casting the, um, what's her name is Thor. Um What's fucking Thor's Jane Foster. Jane Foster, yeah. You know, making Jane Foster the new Thor, um, you know, allows them to introduce a new female Thor when Chris Hemsworth's contract runs out and they don't renegotiate it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, They've already got the opening for Cap, obviously. Um, And now with Bruce Banner, you know, I'm sure they'll do something there. And they've got Amadeus Cho, but... Well, that's why they're moving away from the X-Men being mutants. Yeah, because of Quicksilver and... uh, Yeah. And so... We've been seeing that happen. It's been a slow... Like, I see what you're saying. It's been... For the last couple of years, it's slowly been snowballing. And now it's like... Okay, now they've 
redone Iron Man, you know, and, and that's that's all well and good, but the comics can be the comics and the movies can be the movies. Like, you don't have to, especially, like, I don't know, I'd be curious to know, like, the how the ratio of how many people that see the movies actually read the comics, whether they got into it once the movies hit or were into it before. Like, you really need that justification in the comics. Like, oh, well, no, Iron Man can be a young black female because she was in the comics. Like, do you need that justification or can you just recast a new Iron Man in the movies when the time comes and have it be what it is? I don't even think it's so much justification as it is um, just advertising. Yeah. So that these fans now, when she's in the movies, like, I got to go see that because this happened in the comics. I want to yeah, see that character. Well, I think, too, like, one, like let's say Robert Downey Jr.'s contract is up. They will move away from Iron Man for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then when time comes, you know, when they've run out of characters to introduce, go back around and be like, oh, remember Iron Man? But remember how she was a 15-year-old black girl? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, mm-hmm. I get it. You want to make money, but, like, you would not have a film franchise if not for all of us. Mm-hmm. And to just <laughs> get rid of books because they are not making money for your film division is like a slap in the face. I want to stop supporting it. I know that's not going to do anything. Disney is a monster. Yeah, they don't give a fuck But it's you. upsetting, like the X-Men especially. It's just... Don't give a shit. You go you. from having eight series of X books and you just drop them all because you don't own the property in the film world. Yeah. And some of it was so good, like Bendis. Yeah, all new X-Men. killed it. X-Men's been good. And again, it's a title that's up and down, but like it's been doing well for the past couple of years consistently. Mm-hmm. It's okay. So. Bendis is doing the new Iron Lady. Is he? Mm-hmm. I like Bendis a lot. All right. I want to talk about some nerd toys because they're all Ghostbuster toys. I'm just over here making Aaron and Kevin bang. Giving Aaron what she's always wanted is to bang Kevin. Kristen Wiig's character. Yeah. I, I think I it's funnier that they never hooked up in the movie. He can go and it on was for just... hours. I love that they didn't. Gross. I thought it was so Gross. funny. Um... She's just dead fish in it over there. <laughs> she knows no other way. Yeah, if, like a, seriously, I think of Aaron Gilbert, and she's just a dead fish. <laughs> and he's just jackhammering away. <laughs> God damn it. Um, You're like yeah, sexually so, objectifying Kevin. I don't like it. Yeah. Take him over here. Take my ball and going home. Yes, all day. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, so, new Ghostbusters Lego sets. Uh, well, set. Singular, I suppose. Unless you count. Then you there's count a the, Lego one coming out, yeah. Dimensions. Um, but they released the new Ecto-1 set uh, from the new film with, um, and it actually comes with the Ecto-1 and the Ecto-2, which is the dirt bike um, that Kevin rides. And I, th- I feel like Kevin must have made, because he said he put it together, and it looks like shit. If you look well, at any of the screenshots, like, the, the logo's all the shitty on it. Wrecked. That was Benny's. Yeah, that was Benny's, like the, the Chinese delivery boy. It's, I like it's, it's a motorcycle, it's a mo- and the other one's bike. a moped. Yeah. Oh, it's like okay. a Honda, it's like a Honda 50, and... But then he's get your he's, bike straight. He's too right. stupid <laughs> to like. And that was something I thought like we didn't mention the last one, but that was something too where I was like they should have had little comments or something when he was answering the phone. Like I don't want to answer the phone. I want to be a Ghostbuster. Yeah, then yeah. it would be like okay, but it uh, just didn't make sense. Um, I can't answer the phone. It's in the. It's in the flesh with, uh, all four of the Ghostbusters plus Kevin plus a demon. Which, by the way, I'm supposed to believe that was metal music. That was not metal. <laughs> right. That, um, did you know the guy that uh, the lead singer? He's the voice of Slimer in the movie. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm. He's Random. not good at playing metal. 
No. No, he doesn't play anything. He just sings. Mm. He's a shitty metal singer. Sing. Yeah. Sing. Um, but anyway, yeah. so yeah, the new Ecto yeah. one, really fun build, really fun. Uh, Lego definitely um, went out of their way to make uh, new hair pieces um, for the minifigs uh, for each of the ladies. Um, most notably, Patty and Holtzman. Uh, their the minifig hair is. This like is a pretty heavy duty set too. Like you get five. How many minifigs? Six. Six, including the demon. That's a lot for... Yeah, six minifigs, and then plus, like, a good, solid Ecto-1 build that... I mean, it's it's not quite what the original Ecto-1 build was, because that was a LEGO Ideas set, so, you know, it was a little bit more intricate. Does it have the slidey-out part in the back? It doesn't slide out. It's oh. just... The door just opens up. But that's still... The doors don't open on the LEGO Ideas yeah. Ecto, mm -hmm. which is kind of cool. Yeah. So it's a really fun build, really cool. If you're a fan of the, the new movie, um, you know, uh, as far as merchandise goes, it's pretty slim pickings. So if you're looking for a cool collectible to put on your shelf to show your love for the new movie, I would highly recommend this. It's a fun build. Awesome minifigs, awesome props and stuff. Like I said, a lot of new molds that they've used uh, for this particular set. So it's really cool. You got a lot of little gadgets, how long, too. How mm -hmm. long did, does this take to, like, how many hours in a day? What the? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How many hours in a day? How many hours in a day? Uh, Probably. It took me about 90 minutes, maybe two hours. Okay. You're going to get one? No. Yeah, you'll get two. I'm not going to. Oh, fuck. Never mind. But it was cool. Um, I actually watched the original Ghostbusters while I was building it, so it was a lot of fun. Um, and then also I picked up a Holtzman action figure. That's pretty cool. So this is similar to the Maddie line. Yeah. That they had done where they were male only. Like male order only, I mean. Right. So, I mean, they're pretty light on, like, the uh, accessories. Um, essentially, each pack is just a Ghostbuster, a Proton pack, and then it comes with a piece of the spoiler alert big bad ghost Rowan. from the film. Yeah. The, the Essentially, the logo, the logo ghost that comes to life. Um, so, that's a build a figure that you can put together um, by buying all four of the Ghostbusters. Um, I picked up Holtzman right away because I kind of have a feeling she might be hard to find after the movie, you know, is in full release this weekend. So I want to make sure I grab one of those. Um, I'll probably pick up, I'm sure I'll pick up the other three. Um, they're, they're okay. I mean, they're not the best figure I've ever paid 20 bucks for, but. You paid $20 for that? Yeah. Go to Toys R Us, man. They got deals. That looks like it was $5. $5 off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were uh, 5 bucks off at uh, Toys R Us. And then if you've got their membership card. It's like oh, 13 bucks nice. a figure. Oh, damn. All right. Usually Toys R Us is fucking expensive. Usually I don't go there. Um, but, yeah, so uh, aside from these action figures, this Lego set, you've also got the little mini um, Ghostbuster blind packs that you can get. Um, I picked up a couple of those. I got a Patty, a Holtzman, and a Rowan. Um, those actually go with the uh, Proton Pack toy. Oh, I really? I think people realize this. So the Proton Pack toy comes with a, the Slimer one from the same blind pack package line. Huh. And what the Proton Pack does is there's a little slot in there and you put those little mini figures in there and there's a light behind it and it casts the shadow on the wall. Oh, that's and cool. So, and that's what those blind packages are for. So Who does the blind box? I don't fucking know. It's Some, big. Nobody I good. It's just whoever fucking made the action figures and is in charge of the toy line. But that's, like, unfortunately, as far as, like, merchandise for the new movie goes oh there's also some there's a plushes. lot there's, there's a lot coming up the, yeah. there's the kid robot plushies yeah kid robots got those they're doing uh the new girls as mini mates those will be nice. a diamond distribution and they're doing 
uh, so right now it's limited, but they're doing a 12-inch line. Um, okay. Not Hot Toys, but like the step down from them. And they're doing the original cast and the new cast, including Kevin. Oh, nice. And they're doing like the dirt bike. They're doing an Ecto-1. So I think that, especially if this movie's doing well, you'll see these licenses keep coming. Good, good. Yeah, because right now, I mean, if you go see the movie and you're really excited about it and you're a collector and you want to go grab some merchandise, you're not going to find a lot on the Target shelves right now. Um, but keep your eye out. Um, from what you were telling me, Paul Feig had to fight to even get these action figures made, the six-inch ones or whatever. Yeah, and to be fair, like the original movie didn't have toys because that wasn't the thing then. The it wasn't until the cartoon. Yeah. And cartoons were only around back then to sell toys. I mean, they still are. But, yeah. If if you want to, if you're on the fence about it, but you're wanting to support the, the franchise or these girls getting to be Ghostbusters, picking up a figure or two probably wouldn't hurt. For show. Faux show. Would you? I was just looking for the blind box, but all I'm finding is the original stuff. Do you have anything else? That... Blind packages. It's not a no. box. No, it's just I want to know what Nick bought for comics. What'd oh, you I, what you buy for comics? I bought, um, I bought, caught up on Saga. Nice. Which I think I ended up with a uh, trade twice because I don't know what happened to my last one. <laughs> and then I went to pick up all the Bebop and Rocksteady Destroy the World. Those or so Destroy fun. Everything. Fucking wasn't looking. I grabbed the covers. You know how they all have that cool cover? I grabbed three that were right, and the fourth one I grabbed the wrong one. God damn it. Dude. I know. I fucked up big time. I wasn't paying attention. They were you're all. Out. You're off the podcast. They were all just Fucking shoved in covers? a back corner at Volts. Like, all of the back issues were just, like, stuck in together, and so I was grabbing, grabbed a few. I'm going to go I'm gonna go back this week and pick up the fifth one, and then I think I'm going to buy Snot Girl. What's that one? It's, uh, I hope it's really good. It's Brian Lee O'Malley's. Oh, I don't want to read that. It comes out Wednesday. <laughs> I was looking at it. It looks so fucking gross. I mean, if you guys read it and you say it's great, then I'll check it out. But all the all the advertising for it was just some girl with boogers hanging all over her nose. He's at, her name is Snot Girl. At I, Comic-Con, I that, but... he's passing out tissues. <laughs> I experienced that in my real life every day. Well, it was just like, if the story's <laughs> great, fine, but you're not going to sell me on a book with some girl with boogers. Or no. dude. Anybody with boogers. No. No thanks. That's, I, well, I, let me know what you I think. follow him on Instagram, <laughs> so I've been seeing him post like his drawings and stuff from it, and it, I don't know. It but looks he's weird. he's writing it. He's not drawing it. He's posting something. I don't know. He's from a fucking weird guy. He's a really weird guy. He, he's kind of an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. But Scott Pilgrim. But yeah, I mean, I like Scott Pilgrim and his other book, Seconds. It was very good. I don't think I read so Seconds, the first one. No, that was Lost at Sea. That was good. Seconds, I, I always look at it. I'm like, I never oh, bought it. I don't know if you'd like it. I never bought it. I, I read Lost at Sea. You wouldn't. Why? Just because I don't like blankets? I'm not going to listen. Yes, you did. I was waiting. I was waiting oh. for a blankets reference. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to come back from. The seconds you wouldn't like. You definitely wouldn't like it. <laughs> He's waiting for an explanation. I feel like I would like it. So it's about this girl. <laughs> yeah. That, well, she does eat shrooms. But yeah. the, it's this girl that she's works at a restaurant. This is like a lead chef. And she's starting her own restaurant. And she's big fuck up. And she's kind of dating this guy and fucks it up. And then she finds out that these mushrooms growing in a certain spot. She eats one. She goes back in time. And she can relive one decision. And, of course, she does more and more of that. And it fucks things up more and more because, like, a wish, you know. And so it's her learning a lesson through the whole book. And That that sounds like exactly my kind of book. That doesn't sound I like, like your book. 20 years of regrets that I can't <laughs> go back and change. That sounds right up my alley. All right. All right. Then you read it out of I'm, spite. I'm going to read it. And then we can talk about it. I'm going to love time. it. 
<laughs> He's gonna love it out of spite. Uh, I mean, it's a good book. I think that's cool. If you want to read it, and yeah. Like it. <laughs> Rebecca. Yeah. What are you doing over there? Buying Ghostbuster tickets for tomorrow. Oh when are you God. going? Because I was just gonna go see it again. Uh, 11 a.m. Where at? Gateway. No one will know because this will be out after that. This time. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. Who's Ghostbusters, Lucy? Yeah, maybe I'm Whoever not invited because yes. she's like, yeah, yeah, we're not invited because she's already used us up. Well, so I have to go with some of the Hello Sweetie girls because we're recording tomorrow as well. Oh, so. okay. Oh. Take all my cool facts and tell your Hello Sweetie. I'm not going to do that. Fine, fine. <laughs> you're, fine. Wel- you're welcome to join us if you want to mansplain your way through. <laughs> mansplain? You literally did it earlier. About what? Actually, the part was written for all women. Well, he was just That's, telling you you were wrong. Yeah. I was just Maybe if you answer. were less wrong. I don't understand. Do we need a mansplain to you why you were wrong? Will you yeah. give her a explanation? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, you were just wrong. I don't, I don't get... What wrong is? Yeah, what? Tyson, you can explain it after yeah. the podcast. <laughs> you got lots of experience. Where do, you, where do men get their water? From a well, actually. God damn it. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, we can. We're at uh, we're at twenty nine and a half minutes. We've 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 given Rebecca a soapbox. We need to swiftly take it away. Yeah, so I'm get the hatchet. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. If you'd like to contact us, you can email us at contact at bigshinyrobot.com or tweet at us on Twitter at bigshinyrobot. Hashtag Big Shiny Podcast. We'd love to hear from our listeners. The Big Shiny Podcast is brought to you in part by our sponsors, The Bohemian Brewery, SuperheroStuff.com, and SecretCompassOnline.com. If you enjoy our podcast, be sure to also check out our friends over at the Through Being Cool Podcast, Coffee Out Delete Podcast, Hello Sweetie Podcast, Full of Sith Podcast, and my podcast, Two Shots. 